Hey folks and welcome to another episode of Podcraft. This is the show all about podcasting, from launching your show to monetization and everything in between. I'm Colin Gray from thepodcasthost.com, joined by Matthew. As always, Matthew, how are you getting on? Good, good, Colin. Yeah, I'm doing that thing where you start recording, you start talking, and then I just start moving all the tabs around. Because I couldn't possibly have done that before we started. You need the boredom just... that comes from listening to my intro to, uh, to <laughs> start. so bored. I'm suddenly like on like the news, BBC News and all that. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, what we're we covering today, this was a, a suggestion for you, wasn't it? It was, uh, what, what did you come up with for this time around? Yeah, affiliates. I mean, the, the audience are always interested in ways to maybe earn a wee bit more either on the side or really, you know, focused on earning a living from their podcast and, and affiliates have always been a good way to go about that for podcasters even if yeah. they're just getting started aren't they mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's worth a quick wee definition like what's uh, an affiliate scheme an affiliate program how does that work yeah yeah sounds good so i guess the basics of an affiliate scheme is that you sign up to a partnership or agreement and the gist of it is that you will promote a product or service via this unique tracking link or a coupon code. And mm-hmm. if you refer sales, if people buy through your link, you will earn a, a commission. And there's different ways that that kind of works. But I, th- th- there's a key difference here between that and podcast sponsorship, isn't there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sponsorship. It's, I don't know. It kind of works nicely like a sponsorship, doesn't it? Because it's like a sponsorship you get to choose yourself and that people don't really control. <laughs> like a sponsorship, you kind of have to sell it um, on a set rate. You have to have a certain number of listeners maybe to qualify for it. But with an affiliate um, arrangement you just sign up for the program whatever program you like and then you earn based on how well you sell it so you still create a sponsor slot in your show um well you can actually i mean there's different approaches isn't it you can you can create an actual advert an actual sponsor slot like you would um with an actual like a legit sponsor but instead you're just directing towards that affiliate link and you earn how much based on what you sell um, and it could also be though you just actually talk about these things like some of this stuff we'll talk about later some of these programs we're going to mention are things that we use and we just talk about how to use them and that's the best kind of affiliate program really in where it's something that you use you love you're talking about anyway uh, and so you're recommending it you're teaching your listeners how to use it why it's of benefit to them and as a kind of extra bonus you get a wee uh, commission from it if they go and use it themselves so yeah that's the idea um, so, uh, I mean, like the, the great thing as well is Matthew, isn't it? Like you can work with loads, <laughs> you can work with more than one at a time, can't you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, uh, we're sort of going to get into how like you would utilize them beyond just mentioning them on your show, but just having a thought about like the, the potential pros and cons of affiliates versus sponsorship. So the, the obvious con there is that there's no guaranteed income, is there? Like you could be doing this for quite a while and you might yeah. not get any income whatsoever, whereas a, a sponsorship is giving you that guaranteed income. But then there's yeah. a flip side to that too, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, where you get no ceiling to that at all. Like there's no limit to what you can earn as well. Like so, if you do a really good job of recommending it, you talk about this affiliate program, this pro, this tool, this book, this whatever, and everyone buys it, then you earn from that. You you know you're rewarded and your great salesmanship. <laughs> so yeah, it's good that way, definitely. So did you want to first talk about some potential affiliate programs that the listener might be interested to to get started with? 
Yeah, there's quite a few that we use, isn't there? Because that's kind of how the podcast host started off, really. Like that was kind of, we wrote content, we created podcast episodes, we created YouTube videos, and we started to include some of the stuff that we liked, some of the tools that we liked, the software we liked, the applications we liked in that. And that was kind of the first earnings for um, for the podcast host. Um, and the very first one was the classic, it was Amazon. <laughs> Do you remember that, Matthew? I think it was actually before you joined the team, I started putting in some Amazon links. Was that kind of underway by the time you started with me? Yeah, the Amazon stuff was was well underway by that point, yeah. Yeah, it was. it's a funny one because I just started writing articles back in, what was it, 2010, 2011. Um, I started writing about microphones because I'm a bit geeky that way, like some gadgets. So I wrote in some reviews about microphones, included some links for Amazon um, sales pages for those mics. And then weirdly over like a few months, just these little checks started dropping through the post, like $10, $20, $50, that kind of thing. And that just grew over for years. And that was really the first earnings for, for our company here. So Amazon's a really good one because it's kind of relevant to everyone, isn't it? Like you've got books in there, you've got software in there, you've got gadgets in there, you've got all sorts of stuff um, that you can find on Amazon. So it's almost like it's kind of the all-purpose um, it doesn't matter what your audience says, you can probably find something on Amazon to uh, to cover um, and to link to. So that can give you your first little bit of earnings. So it's really simple to sign up. All you have to do is go over to Amazon. If you search Amazon affiliate on Google, you'll find the sign up page for it right away. Um, and you just open the account, start sharing the links. And the, the kind of qualifying is that you have 180 days after you start your account, you have to send a couple of qualifying sales. I think it's three in total, isn't it? Um, and once you've got those three qualifying sales, that's you kind of a, a verified Amazon affiliate and you can uh, start to properly promote it from there. So um, yeah, that's that's kind of Amazon. Maybe that's a good one to start with for a lot of people, eh, Matthew? Yeah, the definite low-hanging fruit of affiliates. I've never heard anyone being rejected to try and yeah, get on there. Um, I should just <laughs> mention as well, we'll have full details and links over at thepodcasthost.com forward slash affiliates. You'll find the full guide nice. to what we're going to cover here today as well. Cool. Um, yeah. And with Amazon, just that one wee bonus that I've thought of there, I, I think this is still the case, but basically if someone lands on Amazon through your link, and they buy a whole bunch of other stuff that they were going to buy anyway mm. that's totally unconnected. As far as I know, you still get commission from that. You do, you put yeah. put them on the site. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So that was the funny thing, wasn't it? In the early days, I was um, looking at the Amazon sales. You get, you get a full report on the stuff that you referred, so you can see all the stuff that people have bought. Not individually, like I can't see the person who has bought it. It's all, um, it's all anonymized that way, but I can see the products that have been bought. And it was like, I'm sure you and I had a conversation in the early days, Matthew. Somebody had gone on, obviously, clicked a microphone link, and then there was like, um, you know, uh, some less... Um, what, let's call them adult products that they bought on Amazon <laughs> through our link. So we'd been getting some, uh, some <laughs> we'd been getting some commissions through somebody having a good time with um, their other half, uh, whatever they may live. So yeah, I would was, admit to it being of. me, but you're not allowed to buy through your own affiliate links. So better not get us <laughs> yeah, in exactly. any trouble. And we've never done that. Never done that. <laughs> um, so number two is, let's go to number two, which is another classic in the podcasting world, isn't it? If you've li ever listened to podcasts, you'll have heard this affiliate program. What's that one with you? Yeah, and Jeff's empire as well. We've got Audible. Uh, when I started yeah. listening to podcasts, like honestly, every... 
I was going to say every second. It? it was literally every yeah. podcast had yeah, an audible yeah. sponsor, yeah. Um, yeah. which of course was you know sign up, get a free audio book, and they would get a, a wee bit commission. So the the, the commission as it stands here in 2023, seems to be uh, $0.50 cents per audiobook sale, $5 for a free trial digital membership, $10 for an Audible Gold member, and they've got a, a specific creator program podcasters could use, and that gives you $15 per trial sign-up through a custom link that they'll give you as well. So um, I actually, a couple of years ago, I applied to be an Audible affiliate, and I am an Amazon affiliate. And I just they wouldn't accept me. It was through. We'll talk yeah. about the platforms later on. It was through like yeah. either A one or one of the other ones. And it, I they just said no, we're not interested in working with you. So I always I was, like, I always found that a bit funny actually, wasn't it? Because Audible is an Amazon company, but they never yeah. did it through the same program. Yeah, yeah, aye. that was a bit annoying. Yeah, but it, yeah, they didn't want anything to do with me because no. of my lingerie buying uh, habits. <laughs> that was it. They could see what you're buying. It's like this yeah. too dodge. <laughs> I like Audible though. In the in the early days, you're right. Like every podcast had it on, so it kind of got a bit. Oh, it got a bit sick, and it's almost like that period where every podcast had a mattress advert, or or every podcast these days has an Athletics Greens whatever it is pod um, advert. Uh, but the ones that did it well, I think, found a book that. Um, you know, it was really relevant to their audience or yeah. whether it was fiction, whether it was nonfiction or even um, like audio drama type stuff that Audible does as well, eh? And they do a re-review of it. Like they actually kind of talk through a little bit of it, maybe even include a clip. Like uh, I, I was never quite sure whether that was legit or not, but I think it is fair use if you're doing a little review, eh? Include five, 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and put that in. And that's actually a really good little selling point. So like, if you like this, you might like this book. Uh, that would seem to work quite well. So, yeah. Hi, I, th- I think that's definitely key with this. Like, j- just saying, you know, you- you're listening to this, you like audio, here's some other audio you could get. That's just too, <laughs> nobody's going to be like, well, that sounds exciting. Yeah. But, yeah, like you're saying, if you're if you're talking about a book that you've just listened to that you yeah. really enjoyed and it's relevant to your topic, then aye, I yeah. think that's a much better way to, to go about it. That's it. Totally. Perfect. All right. Number three, let's get on to a couple of things. So one of the things we were talking about before, Matthew, was um, the fact that, you know, the two above, so Amazon, Audible, both are kind of general purpose. You'll probably be able to find something relevant to just about any audience in there. But the other thing that's almost relevant to just about any podcast is the fact that if you run a podcast, you get asked by every other person like, oh, I see you run a podcast. Uh, can you give me a bit of advice in uh, setting up my own? <laughs> I mean, how often do you ask that, Matthew? Yeah, quite a lot, quite a lot. And I always <laughs> say something like, well, I'll let you know when I've learned it myself. Exactly. <laughs> so we're going to give you a couple of bits of software, um, affiliate programs, which are about starting a podcast, podcast software. Um, obviously, that's really relevant to us at PodCraft, at the podcast host. Um, but the first one I'll mention as well is our own, our very own Alitu. So Alitu is our podcast maker platform. It does call recording, audio cleanup, audio editing, transcription. It includes hosting as well. So it's like an all-in-one. So it should be a really easy sell to just about anybody who wants to start a podcast, particularly beginners, because it kind of includes everything and makes it as easy as possible. Um, and we do have a really competitive commission price in there as well, commission reward even, um, which is 20% forever. So 20% of their recurring revenue. So um, that is one method whereby you can get uh, 
you know, um, reimbursed for your affiliate stuff. You can either get a one-off fee if somebody buys something, or you can actually get a part of their membership ongoing. And we do the recurring. So it's 20% of their monthly membership every single month. So current Alitu price is $38, which means that you get quick maths, six, seven, seven, eighty, <laughs> seven, eighty a month of that person's commission, uh, of that person's membership. So for every person you send towards Alitu, you get $7.80. Um, of their membership. So uh, that means you get that percentage um, for the first year. Uh, so if you go over to thepodcasthost.com forward slash Alitu affiliate, you'll see that there, the sign up for that, thepodcasthost.com forward slash Alitu affiliate. And again, that's in our main article that Matthew mentioned earlier too, thepodcasthost.com forward slash affiliates. But that's Alitu. Um, but of course, yeah, there are other ones too. Applied you, for that one too, got rejected. Rejected you. I so, mean, you're yeah. just not like you're not a, a, a trustworthy affiliate. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but like you're saying, Colin, other uh, other platforms are available. Obviously, these are uh, de- three dedicated hosting platforms that I'd picked out to mention. So, like you're saying, Ala too has the, the full package in there. You know, recording, editing, production. Um, but if if somebody was just looking, if one of your you know, audience members had maybe got their recording stuff set up and that, and they were just looking for somewhere to upload it, basically. Then three you could use are Captivate, Buzzsprout, and Podbean. So they all have slightly different uh, offerings, but all of them are pretty good. So Buzzsprout, you could earn $20 for every paid account you refer, and every person you refer to them also receives $20 credit in their own account. So that gets them a good wee starting point to, to launch the first few episodes. Uh, Podbean affiliates, you earn $25 for each referrer signed up to use their Podbean unlimited plan, sorry. Uh, and each person you refer will receive a one-month free trial as well. And then Captivate, you get 25% recurring payout for the lifetime of every podcaster that you refer. But yeah, uh, Captivate, Podbean and Buzzsprout, and uh, all links will be in the, the main article and the show notes. Yeah, perfect. All great platforms. So yeah, if looking for hosting alone, then that'll do the job. All right. Another one that suits just about anyone, I think, or most at least, is education. Yeah, so courses. Um, and there's a couple of places we've used in the past for um, their affiliate programs, particularly uh, Skillshare. Uh, Udemy is another option as well, but Skillshare is kind of probably my preferred at the moment because Udemy just do um, so many discounts that actually the courses on there are so cheap that it tends to be you won't earn that much um, and I think the quality has kind of suffered a little bit from that sense but it's worth having a look see if there's any courses on Udemy that are particularly suited towards you but certainly Skillshare offer a 40% one-off um, commission so if somebody buys a course um, and they can be in hundreds of pounds hundreds of dollars uh, then you get 40% of that so it's really cool um and generally, like I say, you can find something, some kind of course that suits the type of audience that you're um, you're talking to. Especially if you're an education podcast, you know, coaching, teaching, you'll be able to find something in there that kind of supports your learning or your teaching. Um, and maybe it's something that's an inspiration for you to create a, a course of your own in the future to replace it in the, the long term. So yeah, Skillshare, pop over there. Again, you can get the link at thepodcasthost.com forward slash affiliates. All right. What about uh, something, you know, snacks? People like snacks, Matthew. What we got next? Yeah, not snacks for humans, though, is it? Uh, Bark <laughs> box and whisker box. 
Uh, this is obviously, at, at first glance, this seems highly niche because, you know, almost everyone listening isn't running <laughs> a, a pet dog or pet cat podcast. But there's a funny thing with like, well, podcasting and content creation in general that, you know, when you listen to someone over a long period of time and you kind of get to know them, and a lot of podcasters will, will mention things like their pets or that. So, like, um, my wife, she watches a she watches a YouTuber who does yoga videos, and this YouTuber's dog is always there, and and the dog's like famous basically because you know <laughs> he's always in these videos. So, yeah. you think situations like that, you know, you maybe reference your dog or cat a lot. You you could actually mm-hmm. even you know you could use one of these services, and if you like it and feel comfortable promoting it that might be an opportunity for you as well because a lot of your listeners are going to have pets. So, yeah, the two you could use here, BarkBox and WhiskerBox. Are you a, you a dog guy or a cat guy, Colin? Uh, we've got a cat, yeah. Yeah, I used to have a dog when I was a kid. Cat now, though. So, What's yeah, your cat's name? WhiskerBox. Uh, Coco. 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 Coco the cat. Uh, kids named it. Right. <laughs> so, After yeah, anything in particular? Or? No, no, I don't think so. Just liked it for some reason. And then it turned out there was like eight cats in our neighborhood called Coco. So. Good. Turns out it's a common cat name. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you'll be, uh, we'll, we'll be, I should say, Podcraft on the next episode. Yeah. We'll be doing a bit of whisker box, won't we? So, um, <laughs> Barkbox has got a few. Just having a look, there's a few different affiliate programs there. Uh, Barkbox, Bark Shop, Super Chewer. Uh, <laughs> so you could get different sort of commissions there. Eighteen dollars, ten percent, or twenty dollars. A whisker box it says offers a ten percent commission for subscriptions as well. So loads of options there if you're a Perfect. if you're a pet person. Yeah, good stuff. I think that's a funny. It's a great example actually of potentially thinking about outside the box in terms of the type of affiliates that you use, or even I mean, it kind of ties into sponsorship as well. The type of sponsors you bring in because you might be doing you know yoga videos, health videos, nutrition videos, whatever. But it becomes a feature. Like it's funny how content works that way in the, the stuff you never expected to kind of break out or the thing you never expected to capture or somebody's imagination. That's what people remember and really get in touch with you about. And it's not that they don't like your main content. Obviously they have to like the main subject too. People aren't going to tune in just to see that dog. They want to be doing yoga too. But it means that you might end up with kind of super fans because they like yoga and dogs. And so they identify with you more because of that, eh, Matthew? Like it's those kind of funny little connections that really make those fans that will buy the stuff that you're actually talking about and help you earn those commissions, eh? Imagine you you watched uh, the YouTube channel of a dog and it just so happened the dog's human was doing yoga in the background, so you got into the yoga as well. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Alternative Universe uh, YouTube. Cool. All right, so uh, second last one, we'll do two more. Well, one's a kind of general one, eh? But one last specific one, which is uh, Moose End. So there's actually, there's a lot of, affiliate programs around if you teach something related to business startups marketing um anything related to that anything related to growth that type of stuff there are a ton of affiliate programs around anything from seo software to email marketing software to social media management software the vast majority of those platforms will have affiliate programs so if there's one that you use that you like it's worth having a research um, to see if they have an affiliate program listed on their website. And we'll actually, we'll talk about platforms next. Matthew, you'll go into that in a second where you can find them too. But just as an example, you've got Moose End. Moose End is a particularly good one. 
It's an email marketing platform. Um, so this can work for, even if it's not particularly a business, it's just like audience growth. So YouTubers, podcasters all can benefit from running an email list. But businesses, sales, anything like that, everyone needs an email list. Um, and MooSend are a good one to send them to because they give you 30% recurring forever. So if you get somebody to sign up, send them a customer, they'll send you 30% of that person's membership um, forevermore. Uh, and they're also, they run a pretty interesting, good affiliate program in that they also do a lot of kind of engagement with their affiliates. For example, they do competitions. Um, I think it's every month, might not be that often, but it's quite often anyway, where they offer $200 bonuses or prizes for affiliates that achieve particular things or win the competitions. So that's one example, MooSend, you can nip over to. Um, but again, if you use a different email marketing platform, uh, good chance that that one has an affiliate program as well. We've used ConvertKit's affiliate program in the past, for example. Um, we've got uh, which Active Campaign, all the rest. So yeah, have a look for them. But let's go into it, Matthew. What about the platforms themselves? So how can you find other ones? Now that we've covered a few specific ones, how can you find other pieces of software, other tools, other products that you can uh, use as an affiliate product? Yeah, so if, if we go back like 15 years ago, I suppose affiliate marketing, affiliate schemes and stuff like that would have looked a bit different, wouldn't they? Because it was more up to you know, the business owner, the tool owner or whatever to, to try and come up with a way to do an affiliate program. Yeah. It was a bit more DIY, but now we've got a lot of these platforms that will take care of it for you. So you sign up to them and you put your program on there and they'll handle a lot of, you know, the links and the payments and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah there's a there's a few platforms out there. You've maybe heard of some of them. CJ Affiliate, AWIN, Impact, Share a Sale. I think we use most of them. In my own yeah. podcasting ventures, I use AWIN for Etsy affiliates. Yeah. So I've done a few pieces of content around like my geeky tabletop show. I've done some content yeah. around creating terrain and buying terrain and stuff like yeah, that, you know, cool. for your games. And there's a lot of good stuff on Etsy. So yeah. I actually have been able to do a few sort of links towards Etsy. And that's that's been working okay for me, yeah. for my very small audience. So I, I think I do that through AWIN. And the good thing yeah. about being on those platforms too is that you do fill out your questionnaire, you know, what kind of content do I create, who's my audience and stuff like that. And then businesses on there will get in touch with you because they see that you're maybe a good fit for stuff they're offering. So it, it's mm. basically affiliates, potential affiliates start coming to you don't get me wrong, it's like anything else. You get a lot of junk, you know, it's just people on there <laughs> doing the, the fire hose approach. But uh, yeah. now and then you'll see something that's interesting that you could maybe look into and it will yeah. create some opportunities for you too. So, yeah, we'll yeah, put links to those platforms in the show notes as well. Good suggestion, yeah. AWIN used to be called Affiliate Window, didn't it? Um, I used it a fair bit in the olden days as well when I was writing a, a bit more about uh, sports, mountain biking particularly. So they've got, they're good for sports and nutrition and that kind of stuff. So I was able to link towards a lot of the big uh, bike shops online, like Chain Reaction, uh, Wiggle, all them kind of places. So if I was talking about a bike or reviewing a saddle or a set of pedals or something, um, affiliate window or a win we're good for that actually so yeah there's a lot on there yeah it's you get such weirdly specific stuff on those platforms don't you like you get on there and you find these things that you don't even understand what it does like some kind of financial instrument or something like that that people are trying to use to do investment or something it's like weird little things that you've never really heard of so yeah no matter what you do out there have a look on these platforms and i bet you can find something that's really relevant to your audience 
What do you think the listener right. would rather listen to less? You reviewing a saddle or me reviewing like tiny miniature <laughs> toy trees? What What do you think would bore them more? Uh, I reckon, I mean, there's not a lot. I, I struggled to find more things to say about saddles, I have to admit. <laughs> like we've, <laughs> sometimes we think like, oh, how, what else can we write about microphones? Like we've said it all about microphones, but actually microphones have a lot of different stuff generally. But yeah, saddle, it's like, pfft. No idea. It's pointy at the front. It's blunt at the back. It's soft or hard. That's it. Comfortable on the bum. <laughs> exactly. Um, is it worth a quick comment actually on if you do um, teach a subject, if you do cover a topic, you have a look around and you really can't find anything which covers it, any affiliate program, whether it's like uh, searching on the websites of tools you use or whether it is looking at like a window, a win or impact or whatever, any of these platforms, you still can't find it. One thing that I have seen work in the past is actually just reaching out to companies and setting up an individual relationship because it's possible. And we have this with a few different places where they can just set up a tracking link on Google and they can tie that into their um their stats so you can tie it into say your google analytics or however you track it as a company and you can see how many sales a certain person sends you based on that link so it is possible for companies to set these up individually so if you do have a really kind of specific loyal audience talking about a really specific thing um, and you can find a company that's really relevant then reach out to them and kind of teach them how it works um, and you might be able to get a kind of a really good relationship with them yourself. And you could be kind of their prime affiliate, your only affiliate, because you're the one that helped set it up. So it's worth a wee look. All right. What we do next, Matthew? We're going to how to actually do it a little bit more. Should we give some tips on how to sort of deliver affiliate content? Yeah, the listener's excited now. They know what they're going to sign up for. They just need to know how they're going to utilize it in their content, uh, don't they? So what, what's that? What's a big important thing that we need to start with on this front then? <laughs> yeah, first thing is you have to declare it. So you have to say, like if you're including affiliate links in um, a blog post particularly, uh, you want to put a little statement above that, even just a sentence that says, that says um, some or all of the links below are affiliate links. If you click on them, we'll earn a commission. But don't worry, it doesn't cost you anything. It just gives us um, a share of the company's profits or something like that. You know, there's there's little kind of templates out there that you can find if you search for affiliate disclosure. But the main thing is you have to say, these are affiliate links and we'll earn a commission if you uh, if you click them. But we put that in our, all our content, don't we, Matthew? And um, that includes them. And it's not like it puts people off or anything, does it? It just gives a transparency around how it works. No, I mean, that's the thing. We're, we're quite clear that it's supporting the free content that we're putting out. So... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think stuff. that's always yeah. That's a really good way to say. It, I think it's like something along the lines of um, a lot of the affiliate, a lot of the links before affiliate links, before below are affiliate links. Um, they help to support our free content, all of the free content that we put out there in the world. So we appreciate you using them. If you buy any of these products, it doesn't cost you an extra penny, and just gives us a bit of income. Something like that. Cool. All right. What about uh, what next? What do you think about in terms of creating affiliate content? Yeah, I mean, we've kind of touched on this already, but the way I look at it is I would treat them the same as how I would treat a quote unquote real sponsor. So, you know, I would just um, I would have my ad reads in there, my host read ad reads. I could do maybe a, a pre-roll, a mid-roll and a post-roll, you know, beginning, middle and end. Uh, or if your episodes are on the shorter side, that might be slightly overboard. But yeah, I would just I would treat it like this is a real sponsor. 
Um, yeah. Unless I'm just doing the old, like I've got 50 different affiliates and I need to message and need to mention them all. It's not going to be very effective. But yeah, I would I would yeah. pick one that you really liked and just have a good run of a good few episodes, just thinking, yeah. you know, this is the sponsor, and and sort of see how it goes. Yeah, we've we've often found that, haven't we? That that I mean, we've talked about this so many times. Like one of the weaknesses of podcasting is getting people to take some action in terms of getting them to visit a link or something like that. So sometimes you have to measure mention it over two, three, four episodes. So probably the most effective way is to find, you know, test them out. Like find five or ten affiliates that you think will work for you, and then test them all over a year. Give them a month each. See which one works for you. And if any of them convert particularly well, if it, any of them turn out to be particularly popular with your audience, then dive in on them much more deeply, like use them a lot more um, and see how that goes. Um, so yeah, that sounds cool. All right. Next one I would say is related to that, which is how you actually deliver those links. So if you are trying to get people to go and visit a link, like we said, it's kind of difficult to get people to actually go and do something like that sometimes. Um, so make sure it's memorable. So use short links, which means either using one of the kind of short link tools out there in the world, whether that's bit.ly or something like that, where you can go bit.ly forward slash um, my affiliate, or whether it is on your own site. If you have a WordPress site, for example, you can use a tool like Pretty Link, which lets you set up those short links as well. That's what we use for the links like thepodcasthost.com forward slash affiliates. Um, and that'll send them to a longer link. So you can kind of hide those complicated tracking links, which you use for your affiliate program behind that memorable short link that's just set up as a redirect. So yeah, pretty link if you're on WordPress or something like Bitly if you're on something else. But many of the web platforms out there have these set up for you now. All right, what else, Matthew? Yeah, it kind of ties into that, doesn't it? Uh, you know, we don't just want to mention these links on the on the podcast. We want to put them into your written content too. So get them in your show notes. If you're running an email newsletter, that's a great place to put them. You know, if you're running a blog or uh, keep my resources page is, is really good practice yeah. as well. If your show mentions a lot of stuff that you're using, tools, services, etc., get that resources page that you could always link back to and you could update it and it becomes a really good resource for your audience as well and you know yeah. that could obviously contain some affiliate links in there too that's a really nice way to do it isn't it like if you're if you're mentioned so as us as an example we're talking about podcasting tools podcasting gear microphones all that kind of stuff all the time and if we tried to do a separate short link for every single one of them it's just not that memorable but if we always just say um, we talk about a mic we talk about a mixer we talk about an app we say, if you want to see it, go over to the resources page. Our podcast resources page includes everything you might need for a podcast. It's over at thepodcasthost.com forward slash gear or something like that. Um, that works really nicely. So yeah, good, good tip. All right. I think, yeah, so let's get into a bit of dedicated content as well. It's worth mentioning this, I think. We talked about using them as a real sponsor, whereby you do like an actual kind of ad read. You mention um, a book that you're uh, promoting on Amazon. You mention it in the pre-roll. You mention it in the mid-roll. You mention it in the post-roll. But actually creating a whole episode about something can be really relevant to this sometimes. Because if you teach, um, let's say it's that startup podcast I talked about earlier, and then you do a whole episode around how Moosend can be a tool that can help you grow your business. That's actually teaching, it's value, it's giving the audience something really useful, but actually it's all an affiliate bit of content as well because it's going to send people towards Moosend. So creating that dedicated content can work really well. So yeah, one of them is a review. 
you can get in there, you can review Moose End, you can talk about all the features, how it works for you, the pros and the cons, who it works for, you know, all the good stuff about it, costs, all that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, that review, that works really well. What else can you do with that, Matthew? Yeah, I like the the versus strategy, which um, leans into what people are searching for when they're doing research. So this could work well as a podcast episode with a good accompanying blog post. So yeah, it, it could be taking one of your affiliates and putting them up against something else that you're an affiliate for or just yeah. a, a rival product, you know, BarkBox versus uh, Mutt's Nuts. Which is a, another service you could use on that front. I've heard. Um, so yeah, people are obviously searching for that, and uh, you're going to provide the answers. You're going to go through things like pricing and you know what you get in the box and yeah. how much your dog likes them, and uh, yeah, create helpful content about it that people are actively searching for. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's this is based on kind of some of the top search types out there, isn't it? Like review. So pe- when people are at a buying level, they'll say um, a road podcaster review. They'll type in. So that's uh, that's one way. But versus is the other road podcaster versus the um, blah 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 other mic. And the third of those is lists. So best. It's always worked well for us, actually. So best microphones, best mixers, best um, podcast software. Uh, or top eight, top 10, wherever you want to go. Uh, so lists work really nicely too. Include three, four, five different products. Hopefully you've got an affiliate program for all of them. So it doesn't matter what they choose. You can be totally honest, impartial, unbiased. You can include all the pros and cons. They can choose whichever one they want. Um, and you hopefully get a commission from them. So yeah, lists is another nice one. Um, and there's a final one. No, there's a fourth one, isn't there, Matthew? What's the other one again? Yeah, uh, costs is the next one, Cost, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah. You know, how, how much does Alitude cost uh, is a question yeah, that some folks really will ask. Search. Yeah. And you could you could answer that and you could, you know, you're then kind of turning it into a review, but it's just got a different sort of spin on the title, doesn't it? Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. And a final one that's worth doing is just kind of case studies. So how does this work? Um, and it can be done in a teaching way as well. So it can work really well alongside um, in any content, like bear in mind saying these reviews, these verses, these lists, the costs, case studies too, all can work as blog posts, can work as video episodes, can work as um, podcast episodes. You can do all of them. Um, but case studies and kind of teaching articles, uh, if you do them as a blog post, uh, something written can work really nicely alongside a podcast episode. Because in the podcast episode, you can talk about your experience with, let's say, Moose End. Here's how I used it. Here's what happened. And then you write up a case study of, um, you know, how you used it, exactly what you did, tutorials around how to set things up. Uh, maybe some other people as well. Do some case studies around them too. Tell us about your experience. So that can work really nicely. That dedicated content. Um, and again, this is really kind of how our company started up. All of these, we did a kind of mix of these over the first few years. And a lot of that started the income that we generate these days. Um, and we've kind of expanded out beyond that now, but still, it's still a part of what we do for sure. All right. Anything else, Matthew, before we finish up? I guess there's just uh, one last thing I wanted to mention, and it was mm-hmm. the, you know, the use of dynamic ads to, I mean, say, say you want to go full on with one of your affiliates and, and, you know, really create a sponsor, read for it and all your back catalog, you could use dynamic ad tools to just add it in there. Always find a host thread 
uh, ad that's part of the content is going to work much more than like an interruption clip. But if it's mm-hmm. you that's reading it, you know, it's it's not quite as jarring as just big random radio voice jumping in. So yeah. uh, a lot of hosting tools have good dynamic ad tools, ad insertion tools that you could just record an ad and then like put it into your entire back catalogue as well. Yeah, so it's worth yeah. doing if you've been going for a wee while and you've got that that back catalogue there. Yeah, definitely. Do you know a bit of data I would love to see? I'm not sure if anyone has this. I've never seen it in the past is how the comparison of, imagine you could put a certain short link in all of your old episodes towards, um, well, anything, an affiliate program or even just an article, whatever it is, something you can measure and then have a new, a different link in your most recent episode. And you could see the the kind of uh, proportion of folk that visit something based on dynamic insertion in all your old episodes compared to the people that visit in your new episode. Because I've always wondered how effective that is, like putting it into all your old episodes. Like we we know that people listen to old episodes, don't they? They go back and they they listen through. So you presume it's effective, but there's also like a whole bunch of people listening, loyal audience listening to your newest one too. So I'm not sure. You got a gut feeling that, Matthew? Any idea? Uh, no, no. I, yeah. I wonder though. Yeah, if if you'd be surprised at how low the clicks would be in your you know, the depths of your back catalogue. The older ones. That's that's yeah. kind of what I wonder, yeah. Like if people are listening back to old stuff, like do they really click links off that? I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe they do. But Maybe it I, depends I think... on how evergreen. I mean, obviously, if your yeah. podcast would have to be evergreen to an extent for people yeah. to be going back and listening to it. But yeah, yeah. if, you're, if you've got like a, a software podcast from like 2012 or that, well, yeah. A, it would take a take a bit for somebody to be listening <laughs> to that, but yeah. you know, I I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Anyway, it's a good it's a good thing to try. It is definitely worthwhile trying because it's not much work, and um, it might well work for you, especially like particular. I think you're right, Matthew. I think particular kinds of podcasts that are very evergreen, um, it could work well for. So, um, so yeah, I'll just do before we tie up a wee final set, um, mention for the Alitu affiliate program. We'd love to have you if you do think that it'd be worthwhile talking about Alitu on your podcast because you get asked questions about setting up a podcast or if you talk about business, startups, growth, marketing, anything like that where content marketing is a thing, then Alitu is obviously relevant to try and convince people to start up a podcast. So that's over at thepodcasthost.com forward slash Alitu affiliate thepodcasthost.com forward slash Alitu affiliate. The other thing quite mentioned for you, Matthew, did you know I finally managed to get our Launch Essentials course live on our community? I, I didn't, that? but I just saw you corrected your spelling error there because you spelled it <laughs> L-U-A. NCH Luange Luange Essentials course <laughs> um, but no I did not know that tell me more oh nice uh, so <laughs> if you're out there listening you might know about our community we've got a community called uh, IndiePod for all for independent podcasters um, you can see it over at IndiePod.ThePodcastHost.com IndiePod.ThePodcastHost.com um, and that'll take you straight to it uh, and we've been working on releasing some courses in there as well so we've got loads of free stuff in there as in loads of good conversations some really good people we've got like two and a half thousand people in there now um some great conversations going on some great tips and support and education and all sorts of stuff live events every month um, so there's tons of stuff you can do for free but we've been working on moving our old academy courses in there we've got so much 
education we used to have on our podcast host academy um, that we want to move into the community because it's just a better place to support it, I think, to offer more kind of um, chat around it, support, all that kind of one-to-one stuff. Um, And Launch Essentials is now in there. So if you're looking for a course that will take you through the whole thing around launch, right from planning, um, so the strategy around how you set up a podcast in terms of, you know, your ideal audience, um, the problem we're solving, the solution you're offering, the uniqueness, all that kind of stuff. Those things that actually really matter in making your podcast a success, right from that stuff up to gear, software, setup, hosting, all that kind of stuff. That's all in Launch Essentials and it's all guided through hands um, holding your hands the whole way. Um, videos for everything, text for everything, tasks on every lesson as well to make sure you're guided through it. You can find that over in Launch Essentials. Um, so yeah, go over and get that at indiepod.thepodcasthost.com and you'll see it in the left-hand navigation under uh, Premium Courses. All righty. Uh, for this week, Matthew, are yeah, we going to finally move on with our um, gear uh, season next week then? I think so. I think so, yeah. Let's, let's get cracking with that. Unless you come up with some more bright ideas like this one. (laughs) Yeah, so that's the plan, everyone. If you fancy listening in, we're going to refresh our gear, um, equipment, our podcast gadgets season. Um, Look back at microphones, recorders, software from every angle. um, Because it's a while since we had that season, so we're going to refresh that one. Go through it all again um, from next week onwards. So join us for that bit of gadgetry. Thanks, Matthew. Good to catch up. Thank you. All right. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you then.